Welcome to A Fistful of Truth with me, your host, Delara Essengill. Well, I just wrapped up a, a day of talking with the one and only Linda Paris, uh, the deplorable McAllister, and you can find all of her content at www.mcallistertvonline.com. And we were talking about different topics that will be featured on her um, next show that she will be posting with us talking about Hollywood arrests, um, trans uh, humans, and more. So um, stay posted for that. But um, in the meantime, I was going through some footage before I started this podcast tonight, trying to decide what exactly this episode was going to be about. And, you know, you know, there's just some people that are really hard to look at. You know, you just look at them and it's just, they're so hard to look at. And I was watching this thing and a friend of mine pointed out that I I wish I could tell you who it is because I think a lot of you would really agree. She's really annoying. Uh, She's kind of in the UFO community and she's really annoying. And my friend said (laughs) that she had mashed potato face, mashed potato face. Can you imagine what that, doesn't that bring like a soft kind of molded feeling to your to your existence mashed potato face but yeah you know there's a lot of these crazy kooky people out there that have jumped on the truth train trying to uh i don't know what they're really trying to do but there's a lot of nut jobs out there and um stay away from them so it's friday night folks this is the 17th the 17th of september and there is a lot of chitter chatter going around we had an earthquake here in California this evening, but it was more like a rolling, dumb, getting destroyed kind of earthquake, like along the lines of what we've been feeling. There was another one recently a few nights ago, too. So, you know, it's part of the uh, environment here in the Golden State, but also they have been a little bit different. If you ask a California native, the earthquakes here have been a little bit feeling a little bit different since the cabal takedown has been imminent and these dumbs are getting destroyed underground. So anyway, I wanted to uh, give you guys a hint for tonight, tonight's topic, which is going to be about teleportation and time travel. So let's get into it. Teleportation. What does that mean? It means you start off at one location and you appear at another just like the old Star Trek movies and countless science fiction films that were really truth hidden in fiction that have been produced by Hollywood, the third arm of the CIA. That's what it is. So teleportation includes, you know, time travel. Obviously there's a difference, uh, variables of time when you're teleporting yourself somewhere versus lugging your luggage onto a, into a car and going through airport security and getting onto a plane with a mask and then just having to deal with everybody else around you and flying in the sky. And my God, we're living in the stone ages, but you know, teleportation involves just literally going from one point to another, uh, within less than minutes. And, um, it also involves the, uh, the idea of portals, whether those portals are man-made or nature-made. I believe there are two kinds of portals and those are, those are it. And, um, the teleportation that we are talking about is 
probably mostly um, for this episode of the podcast regarding the um, use of technology in the teleportation. So, you know, let's just kind of knock out the other type of, of teleportation so that we can talk about what this episode will focus on. There's natural ways of teleporting. There's natural ways to time travel. There's natural ways that portals open. Um, and there's, you know, ley lines of the earth, magnetic fields of the earth, um, the, the polar magnetic fields, as well as the, the ether. And there's ether and polar and magnetic manipulation that can go on, um, planetary. And you just basically, the, through the laws of quantum physics, there are, there are uh, portals that open up on earth and you can do your own research about that. And there's ways to actually channel and um, open up those portals in some cases, but there's all these different factors that are involved. You know, there's like, like there's like um, a lot of celebrations in the Hindu religion that re, um, that revolve around um, stars and systems and um, really extraterrestrial life, if you want to ask me. But anyway, for the sake of this conversation, we're not going to focus on that type. We're going to focus on the type of teleportation or portal, if you will, if you will, for time travel um, that has to do with the use of technology. So the use of technology would mean basically a stargate that's man-made or, or not naturally made, you know, not naturally occurring through which a human being, uh, most likely some type of special military personnel in, in this example, I'm sure there's other human beings that have used these things, um, go through a type of stargate, uh, you know, imagine two pillars and you walk through this thing and there's like zapping sounds and then you're somewhere, somewhere else. Very simple cartoon like example just for the sake of this discussion. And this is something that Tesla was working on. Um, and this is something, you know, that resulted in the Philadelphia experiment. You can look those things up and you can um, basically imagine the power of this type of technology that's been put in our face over and over again through the um, program media that's been in existence for a very long time. You know, extraterrestrials didn't just come visit the earth and come up with all their technology in the last 10 years, like our latest models of the iPhone one through 10, they've had their technology for thousands of years and their concept of time is much different than the human construct of time. So you have to set aside your notions of everything, you know, of course, listening to this conversation and most of this audience is open-minded enough to be here tonight and and daily. So thank you. But you also have to understand that the world in the way we see it, whether we were, you know, obviously deceived and when we're learning the truth is still limited to our human perception. And, you know, that's something that comes with being human. You know, we're not, we're infinite souls, um, children of God, but we are only uh, able to process information in a way that, um, is limited by our human brain, but there's ways to get past that as well. So sticking to the subject of, of these portals, you know, let's ask a question. Um, where are these portals? Have people been using them? Who gets to use these portals? And how long have they been in use in our society? Well, some of these questions can be answered on my blog. I had posted a article. So if you go to the blog and you type into the search bar on the right side, it should disappear when you go straight to delaraessengill.blog. Type in teleportation to Mars. And it's taken from a series called Nuevo with Jaime 
I hope I'm saying his last name right, Jaime Maswan, who was a 60 minutes kind of guy in Latin America. And he went independent journalist because he saw too many things. And then he started interviewing people that were involved with the Roswell crash. Lots of interesting stuff that Jaime has done regarding them. But one of the people he interviews is this guy who is an attorney um, who is talking about his experiences um, with Project Pegasus. You can look that up. Project Pegasus, as well as his experiences in being teleported to Mars in, believe it or not, a place that happens um, through uh, techno- using technology. This, this happens in physically Los Angeles or used to happen in Los Angeles. So there was a Stargate, a portal, a, 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 a man-made technology that was able to transport people to Mars in Los Angeles, according to um, this man. I can't seem to pull up his name while I'm podcasting here, but I'll, I'll try to do it maybe in the comments um, for this podcast. And this uh, building where they had this this jump room or Stargate, whatever you want to call it, uh, was actually located in LA. And for those of you who aren't aware, California is a hugely populated spook state. Uh, All those little clowns and agencies, you know, because Hollywood is such a huge part of our economic, um, it's an economic asset to the cabal. It is controlled completely by uh, the the Draco, pretty much has been, and and the the CIA who works for them, and all these dark forces that work together. So you know, many factions, same agenda, same evil. And it's very important to note that perhaps these were being used by the wrong people before, and it was in the hands of the wrong people. And remember that uh, Donald Trump's uncle John was one of the was the person allegedly to have and i believe this to be true saved all of tesla's or what he could have of tesla's um work before the spooks went in and tried to take his stuff because tesla was also set up and and um 187'd in my opinion just like bill cooper so the technology would now be in the hands of the white hats because if Tesla is the one that had this mapped out and we were able to add to it through alien craft that was crashed and Roswell and reverse engineered. And my God, there's probably so much we don't know. We're just grasping at crumbs that we've been learning from these whistleblowers and truth tellers. God bless them. A lot of have paid with their lives, including Phil Schneider. I mean, I'm naming all these people. I I think this guy's still alive. The one you can check out on the blog. So teleportation to Mars, if you type it in on the blog, it'll take you to this episode where this guy whose name I'm just blanking on is talking about all of these different teleportation devices. And it it says it much better than I can. So having said that, uh, let's move on to the next segment, which is a light touch on time travel. What is time travel? Well, we've all seen the movies Back to the Future um, the time traveler's wife and was it time bandits a long time ago and uh, in time with Christopher Reeve, that really cheesy movie, Starman, one of my favorite uh, movies. I'm not sure if that's too much about time travel though, but perhaps, yes, it is because he comes from the future. So what is time travel? Well, time is technically a human construct as we've been talking about, but also time, um, can be warped when you're traveling. If you are traveling, for example, faster than the speed of light, you know, the whole EMC squared thing. So 
the best way to explain to somebody who asks me about time travel um, that I've come to understand is to say that you and that person are located in, for example, I might be in California and that person is located in New York. And I need to make a phone call to that person today on September 17th at 12 p.m. But that person has a time of 3 p.m. Eastern time. So there's a three-hour time difference between the East and the West Coast. So we agree to make the call at 3 p.m. their time and 12 p.m. my time. Now, if I could travel uh, from one time zone, if you will, to the other, go from California to New York, you know, what does it take? Usually what, uh, five and a half hours there on an airplane and then maybe six hours back because you're kind of slowing down there with gravity um, or the gravitational pull of the earth. If I were to be able to travel faster than the three hour time difference, right? If I was to be able to get to New York in half an hour or 10 minutes, I would have technique technically traveled through time. I would be arriving at a time in New York that would be a different time than the time it took me to travel from San Francisco to New York and the rate at which I was traveling. So uh, that's a very simple example, but to make it even stronger, let's say that other person is no longer in New York, that they are on the moon. And let's just say that the moon is two months apart in time, if we're going to use human time that we're using our clock. And they're two months ahead in time than my day today, September 17th. So technically, let's just for the sake of this conversation, say it is October, November 17th. Okay. So two months in time, that person has to agree to call me on November 17th. For example, at 12 PM, let's say the times are the same, the zoning. And I would be talking to them two months before. So there's a large difference in time, but we are yet meeting up at the same time if we're communicating through radio waves, which you know are very um, quick, and that's how we are able to communicate through space, but that's not what this podcast is about. We're talking about time travel. So if I were able to be able to get to the moon in four minutes, I would have traveled uh, through time to get to the moon because I would have been going faster than the speed of light in that case. So are there vehicles that can help us travel faster than the speed of light? Absolutely. It just because we don't know if they've been uh, created here on earth, which they have, and we haven't been shown them, um, doesn't mean they don't exist. And let's just say that they hadn't even been built on earth. That doesn't mean they don't exist in another dimension, another reality, or for another and or for another um, uh, unearthly civilization, or even an earthly civilization, if you want to talk about parallel timelines. So all of these things are possible. And, you know, we've seen so much change and progress in our last century uh, of humanity here on earth from the industrial revolution, fast forward up to now. And when you hear people um, like this, uh, I think his name is Basaggio, this attorney Basaggio in the uh, episode called Teleportation to Mars that I was referring to on my blog earlier. When you see and hear these people talk about the construct of time and how the time travel works, it's very believable and it's very understandable and it brings it close to home. So it's important for you to not only do your own research, but to to watch this material because it's going to come out, folks, that there are people who have traveled through time. In fact, there's a um, 
there is an example of, I think it was like four or six soldiers um, in our military that did this experiment and <laughs> ended up in Germany. It's in this episode that I'm referring to and it's current. So, and they made it and they were okay. So they weren't stuck in it like the Philadelphia experiment, how that all went wrong. Um, we're going to be, we're going to be faced with these truths soon. So uh, there are so many different aspects to this and how it's going to affect our reality and our understanding. And um, personally, I was recently interviewed by Jay and April on Spiritually Raw. They have some great content and speakers on their folks. So check out their, their um, website, spirituallyraw.live. And um, I talked a little bit about someone I knew from my past who had claimed to have traveled through time. And at the time I heard this person tell me this, I was very young. I was in my twenties and I had a very hard time believing it. And I didn't really accept the knowledge, but I didn't reject the knowledge. I just kind of sat with it and said, Hmm, this seems like science fiction and insane kind of interesting, but <laughs> I mean, it's not an easy thing to sit in front of somebody who's telling you they've traveled through time and really just be able to accept that they're telling the truth, especially from the background I came from, which was always facts and truth, facts and truth in the criminal law world. I mean, you couldn't just take somebody's word for anything. And, you know, still to this day, when you're proving a crime, you still have to stick to the facts because at the end of the day, I mean, there's enough corruption and enough wrong things that happen in a courtroom, especially under the last system in America, all of that needs to change too. Maybe we should talk about that on a podcast, the legal system in America. And I can tell you guys my story of the Jesuits one day. Um, but anyway, back to this, it, it is difficult information to understand and comprehend and integrate into one's reality. And I want you guys to know that it took me personally decades, decades to accept that this person was telling me the truth and nothing but and to this day, it is a struggle to even hear myself say it because our brain is conditioned to think one way. We have, you know, I'm programmed to a degree like everybody else has been subject to being programmed. My God, you know, we've been hit from every angle in society, food, water, air, uh, housing, education, hospitals, all of it, pharma. We've been gassing our air. My God, the evil doesn't end. Oh, don't forget raping, kill it, killing, pillaging, and slicing people's faces off and wearing them. Um, but even just accepting that what I'm saying is the reality, it's hard when you're not able to interact with it yourself because we as human beings want to see, we want to experience. And I believe that day is coming. And with people like Bisaggio on this uh, channel that I, I uh, posted from, it's called the Teleportation to Mars please watch this stuff because these people are telling the truth. Um, I believe he's telling the truth. And even if he's not telling, you know, the hundred percent truth, the stuff he's talking about is real and it's happened. So he's talking about the truth, at least whether it's his own personal experience, I don't know, but this stuff exists folks. And it's time to put away our mental boxes, crawl out of them, open up our minds, forget everything we've been taught and start relearning again and get ahead of the curve so you can help others when they come to you with these questions and this information. So thank you for listening tonight. Um, we'll talk more about this topic in the near future. Thank you for the listener support. You guys are, um, thank you for stepping up and helping me out 
when I am still looking for a job, which I hope I'll be able to find something that will get me through this time until we all wait for the magical financial system to change and for this cabal to just go down. But um, I look forward to talking with everybody tomorrow evening. Also, real quick, if you guys can let me know what topics you're interested in to, to be covered, it really helps me because I'm not the audience and I don't know what everybody wants to hear, even though they're just some things that need to be talked about. Your feedback is greatly appreciated, as is your listener support through the Spotify link at the end of the blog. So have a good evening. And where we go one, we go all.